This is Raw Dog Shaw. And I'm Brenda the Bender. And this is Brooklyn Chicks. Happy 2019. 2019. It's a new year, new us. <laughs> you know, I always wanted We're this song. <laughs> We're back. Um, I hope you missed us because we missed you. Um, I always wanted this song, you know, should all acquaintance. You know, my church, they always sing Oh my sing God, this. I love this song. They is that the name of it? This. What is it called? Old Lang Syne. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny name. Trinidadian. Should old acquaintance. You know, the whole shifted. Oh God. Yeah, I wanted to sing this for New Year's. I wanted to sing this for New Year's. My sister was like, we're not singing that crap. And I'm like, but it just seems fitting. Like, how can we not sing this song? I don't know the name of it. We always sing it at my church with the whole, but we add a little, you know. Soak a temple for it. So, so you spent uh, you spent church in you spent your New, New Year's, Year's in church. church always. I think I, ooh, I can't remember a year I haven't spent my New Year's at church. Well, I mean when I was out ripping and running on these streets. That was like <laughs> what twenty five years ago. <laughs> when my mother disrespectful. <laughs> when my mother, you know, was when I was living with my mother, I was wherever she was, and then that, you that know, was at church. That was well, at know, church. I, I always make a conscious decision that either I'm going to. Go before the New Year, so like you know they have like seven thirty service, and then go home and have and a meal with my family. family. Or um, I, if I'm gonna have service while the New Year is coming in, or if I just be at a bouge. But this year I was like, you know what? I really don't feel like partying. I really just feel like being with my family. My mom is here from Caracou, so I really spent it quietly at I home. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on my Caracou. Is that it, Caracou? It's called kayak. Oh my kayak. I dog. I I've been working on this. But you know what? I used to do in my old church when I was this is years ago and I thought this was really cool. And I think maybe we should do this. What we we can't do the whole thing, but what we used to do is we used to do this thing called burning bowl. Mm -hmm. And they used to have like a little silver container and you would write a letter to yourself of the things that happened in the old year that you didn't want and they would set it on fire in the church building. Oh wow. In this container. And then you would write a new letter to yourself. And next year, they would keep the letters at the church and give it back to you one year later. Almost like a vintage vision board. Yeah. <laughs> Except for yeah. vision board, you don't go but back you don't, to the But you did. don't see it. It's like almost like you're writing a letter to oh, yourself that you want to see a year from now. Maybe we should do that. I'll hold got your it. letter in your whole mind. Okay. Anyway, Happy New Year. I hope you... Did you get great gifts for Christmas? I did. I had great oh, gifts. No. Yeah, I got cash. So cash, is cash is king. Cash is king. Cash and gift cards. Uh, I'll always take... I'll take that for 200 Alex. <laughs> So, uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, everybody's, you know, the new year, people always start their little diets, uh, uh, their resolutions. I know my husband was like, oh, I'm going to start my raw diet. But then he realized my mom is here. He's like, maybe I should start in week two of the new year when she leaves. Because all like good food. He doesn't want to give up. But, you know, at least, you know, resolutions, what people are going to do. And, you know, personally for me, I don't believe in resolution, resolutions per se. I just think people should just, once you make a conscious decision that something needs to change, just change it. Because guess what? We're not guaranteed the next year. So, well, you know, my resolution this year was to get to work by nine thirty every day. <laughs> this is exactly why I don't believe in I've resolution. I've been trying diligently. Um, what's today is the the ninth, right? Since then, I've only been late one day, and not only I was only here yeah, like ten o one. I got to work like ten o one that day, but the rest of the days I have been getting in here by nine. You know, I you know, I had to remind myself <laughs> I don't own the company I work for, so I got to stop coming in whatever the hell I feel like getting up in the morning. So that's my resolution, and I've only guaranteed this for the next thirty-one days. I've only said I'm after January thirty-first. <laughs> so New Year's resolution is lasting for a month. <laughs> I got to see how I feel it. at the end of this month. Was it worth it? So, but well, I'm proud of you for recognizing that there's a need to change. Yes, 
and actually putting it into play. That's it. I'm the same person I was last year. No change here. See? <laughs> but, you know, keep You can't change fine wine. <laughs> exactly. Or so she thinks. <laughs> Let me get started. Anyways. So, I know you are still back at the gym. Yeah, yeah. I Always. Mean, I mean, this girl's a beast. I was FaceTiming her while, I was, I, don't while like I was taking out my lunch yesterday. It, it, it. I did give up carbs for the new year also. Oh. Well, not really real carbs. Like, <laughs> bread and rice. But somebody bought me a black cake today. I will be having a slice of that. Because there's more fruits in black cake than carbs. Flour. <laughs> so, I'm going to focus on the fruits and forget the flour. So, that is my resolution. No carbs for 30 days. Everything 30 days. <laughs> Let's take life in segments here, folks, if you do too much. But back to you. I was, you all the, I was packing my lunch yesterday, and I'm watching this girl. She's a monster on the trip. There. <laughs> you know, I hate when you say this, because when you, when you say, like, I'm a beast at the gym, like, people, if they were to see me, they'd be like, where? Oh, come on, Because sis. I'm not, like, freaking, um, I'm not cut like that to be saying, yeah, oh, my no, God. No, but she's not cut. Be honest. She's tin. I mean, and I'm not tin. Tin. The crazy thing happened in the gym. You know... <laughs> No, cricks. more like a um, Ritz. <laughs> Do y'all know what Cricks is? <laughs> Figure it out. Cricks. Crackers. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, at the gym the other day, you know, my first day back or whatever. So, you know, I do like a little cardio. Then I go to the back and I do my old little thing. I back. know I used to be a member of your gym crew. <laughs> whatever. Before I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> now she's starting 30 days, no carbs. But anyways. We gotta go back to the gym. As I'm there, yeah, I go right. to the back. There's me and this, I would say a Latino guy maybe. You know, he's new. I've never seen him before. Okay, you know, new year, everybody's doing, everybody's starting the gym now, new guy, whatever. So as he's working out, he has his music playing with no headphones. What? So in my mind... Did he think he was on the subway? Where that <laughs> happens all the time? So just like how I do in the subway, I, I was ice grilling him while working out, kind of like, like, really, dude? What was this? What's his name? No, he was playing, like, hip-hop. <laughs> he was playing hip-hop. And, you know, for me, I have my AirPods in, so I'm like, you know, whatever. Let me put my AirPods up, AirPods. put the volume up. Pop the volume and listen a little bit. I'm going to listen to this guy. So he's working out. I'm working out. Then this, you know, this white gentleman comes back there. Wow. So he comes back this there. And I see him, left. And I see him looking at the guy. That's looking over, looking over. And I'm still working on doing like, you know, doing like, I guess. Suicides. <laughs> Suicides. <laughs> Yo, you guys have got to see us. <laughs> As I'm doing my, you know, my sit-ups, uh, the guy, I, I saw the guy, tell him, he kind of takes off. He's like, excuse me. And the guy's like, yeah. He's like, um. Can you lower that down? Wow. So, you know, instantly w- when I see a little S- drama, I lower down the volume on my phone. W-S. <laughs> Excuse me, can you lower down the volume on that? And the guy's like, oh, well, you know, um, all right. But, you know, just to get my work out of it. And he's like, yeah, I get that. But um, that's why they invented headphones. Wow. And, you know, I kind of smirked, put the volume back up, <laughs> and went back to do my workout. But this thought ran through my mind. So I was equally annoyed, I think, as this gentleman that came to the back. But you don't have white privilege. This is, I mean, is that what it is? When I see things that affect me, like, do whatever you want, but what's it impedes on me? Like, I'm working out, I'm annoyed, and I'm, I, I'm giving you the ice girl. But this guy just comes back there and is like, yo, load that down. White privilege. With, like, nothing. And you know, this guy ain't no fighter. Like, if that guy would have riled up. You know, a lot of white people, they got a lot of mouth, but when it comes time to fight, they, 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 they don't, don't want They don't want fight. that smoke. They don't have to fight that smoke. <laughs> they don't want that smoke. <laughs> but they're not going to fight anyway, though. But he don't, know this, he don't know how this guy would have reacted. Like, why Why am I, as a black person, why am I not a person to say, yo, can you load that down, please? Oh, while on the train, I'm not saying, hey, can you, like, take off the boombox? On the train? People are crazy. <laughs> I don't want you to die. <laughs> 
I don't want you to die. Somebody might say, yo, she a punk. But it's not even about being a punk. It's like, even with a white person, I would not say, excuse me, but can you put your kid down from the subway seat and have him sit down? Like, who does that? Like, I don't know. I just feel like, are we still as timid people as black folks? We are. This is because back to the slave days where we're so compliant and we just don't say anything. I think we and just And white people what speak it, whatever they want. But you have to think about it, too. A lot of times when black people get into situations, we are the ones that end up getting the bad end of the game. Exactly. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> two people fighting, and as we can see in, in history past, two people fighting, we're the ones that they end up looking at like crazy Correct. versus Correct. You know, somebody else. So you can understand why we as a people... Have been taught, and a lot of times our parents will tell you, you know, that's not your business. Just don't bark. don't pay attention. Yeah, keep it moving. Focus on your business. Is it is your business? You there? <laughs> Just keep in mind where you're going. You exactly. can hear the music with your pods on. Keep going. You that's know, it. So, yeah. You know, and we kind of get in green with that. But yeah. Like you know, even my son, he was like, you know, I appreciate people in church trying to correct my behavior, but can they at least brush their teeth first? When he said that, I was like, you laughed. You laughed. I, you know, because I know you. Which is disrespectful. <laughs> Which is this one? I appreciate him standing up for his rights. <laughs> That's the problem. Kids don't have rights. This is the fucking problem. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, speaking about that, speaking about, you know, just white privilege. White privilege. Um, I saw a new report that says it shows gentrifiers use police to terrorize communities of color. So, you know, gentrification, the white folks come in, change the whole neighborhood. And I wouldn't say I live in a fully gentrified neighborhood. Maybe come in, maybe pending, maybe. Uh, imminent. Yeah, she's like on the edge of yeah. gentrification, moving in, it's, it's moving forward. <laughs> oh, but, you have um, one white person on your block, but they went on vacation. Oh, no, I have a few white people on my block. Oh. I have like, hippies. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then the people with the eight kids. Yes. They're not white. That, that, that. Slowly coming, very slow. But, um, you know, I'll just read this article about uh, a woman who complained about like a, a truck that's outside, maybe like a food truck or something outside. And she, uh, ice cream truck. Uh, ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. And she complained about the, the noise. noise. And, of course, the, you know, they never came, never paid attention to her because I guess they realized it's ridiculous. And we've seen all this kind of, you know, activity where uh, white folks are calling the cops on black folks. Like, oh, what is this guy doing in the building? We saw that. We saw... Um, is this ice cream by Eileen? Well, they didn't name this lady. <laughs> her, they called her Mackenzie. But just to know, a new study that was released by an anti-poverty advocacy group um, for the Community Service Society, said that new neighbors and the over-policing of community of color gives a clearer idea of the broader impact New York City's white gentrifiers have on the communities of color they move into. Not only do these white residents make the communities less recognizable for long-term residents, they bring with them increased police presence and make their black and brown neighbors feel less safe. Mm. So it's like they're coming and making us feel less safe. Like, we can't do what we want to do. Like, that little girl who was selling lemonade, that lady called the cops. She, she didn't have a permit. What do you call her? Permit Patty? Mm-hmm. Then we had Becky. You called the cops when these folks barbecued in the park. Barbecue Betty. I mean, I don't understand. What is the problem? So they're coming into our neighborhoods. Yes, they're bringing up the value. Definitely. You know, and I, and I must admit, sometimes they do treat the neighborhood better than the blacks do. But to over-police the area, I think that's very alarming. Um, and, you know, as things come into play, there's advantages and there's disadvantages. So I guess that's just one of the things. But I thought that was interesting to see that study. So, you know, I take the train and I have several routes to work. But <laughs> yesterday I was on the J. And while on the J at, I would say, Halsey or something like that. That's just not Halsey. While there, this woman just falls out on the floor. Blacks! <laughs> and everybody's like, Blacks, that's what it is. Like, nobody moves. Nobody so the guy her. that was standing next to him, her, a white guy kind of runs over to her like, 
And there's a Spanish guy standing right next to the speaker. You know, you don't have the thing that you pull anymore. You press the speaker. Uh-huh. And he's just standing there. And I'm like, hey, hey, press the button. Knock on the door. Knock on the door. Because I'm actually in the conductor's car. And I'm like, press the button. Press the button. And the guy, like, he presses the button. He starts mumbling to the guy. We can't even hear what he's saying. And the girl's on the ground. My baby. My baby. And the guy's like, you're pregnant? Because, you know, you can barely see that she's pregnant. Why? Because and her belly was big or that no, was an early term? Like early term, like a Latina yeah. young lady. Um, so as she's like laying on the floor, this guy's like kneeling down next to her, full, giving up. Everyone else is just sitting in their seats. One lady was sucking her teeth. The next person was, oh, oh, angry. One guy was turning into the whole, oh, I'm going to get to work. You know, this kind of way. And I was just like, press the button so by the time we get to the next station the ambulance is already there we can just put her off on the platform do you hear this put her off they did not move this lady the train just stopped at Myrtle waiting the ambulance never came the guy kept saying get on the M I'm like the M doesn't go my way (laughs) he kept saying the M's here go to the M and people are running off and at one point this this white girl got on the train she was like why is this train so empty is this the right train? <laughs> she's like looking, but she's looking the wrong way. And her friend looks over like, oh, look. And they see the girl on the ground and they get up and they leave. And then this black lady comes on. What's wrong with you? How'd you fall? And then she starts taking, let me take your pulse. I'm like, what is this lady? Because she had on some scrubs. Oh, she had on scrubs? Well, at first I didn't realize she had on scrubs. She put her <laughs> bag on the floor. What? And then, oh, people do this all the time. She oh. put her bag on the floor. And then after she put her bag on the floor, then she starts taking the lady's pulse. And did you eat? I did have a bagel. My baby, my baby. Uh, still no train for me to transfer to. <laughs> and I just said to myself, as we as a people, are we so unconcerned with people's health? This guy that was yes, standing next to her. you are a her, prime example of that. This guy that was standing next to her. I mean, he was on the ground sitting, rubbing her. You would have sworn that was his baby. But, but, but I mean, this just shows that there are still decent people out there that look yeah, out for other too, people. Though. I was Me concerned too about her. Me too. You was concerned sitting maybe two seats, two seats, two sections away telling the guy to press the button concerned about how you get to work. But there are still decent people out there. And I always say they are no, they're not available. You go on a train, people carry on, people hit people, people just sit there and watch. Nobody jumps in. What's up with us? And here you are encouraging this foolery. How to get to work? And how late were you to work? Not that you ever make it nine thirty anyway. <laughs> get here late. I got yeah. I got to work. Uh, how long did I get anyway. to work? Uh, I, I got there. <laughs> I was late about fifteen minutes. And she probably, but I was still able to get a couple of Starbucks before I came in. So that's important. That's great. That's very important. Another another Christmas gift. Starbucks <laughs> gift card. Please send them in bulk. We'll share them evenly. Thanks. Who has Starbucks? See, it's another incident with these fast food places. McDonald's. Did you hear oh. about this McDonald's fight? Well, did you see the McDonald's fight? Yo, she- so this young girl, Yasmin James, 20 years old, um, I guess a guy wanted a straw, a white guy, his name was um, Daniel Taylor, and I guess he was upset because he couldn't get the straw, she kind of advised him, listen, there's a law now, we cannot, you know, leave the straws in the lobby anymore. This guy reaches over, me too, I was going to Google that, you want to Google it now? (laughs) Meanwhile, this guy reaches over the counter and grabs this girl by her chest. And I ain't gonna lie, I was proud of this young lad last year. She held on to him. She kept on boxing him. Like, she was giving him the business, yo. And, of course, her colleagues ran to the front, kind of trying to yank her off of this guy. Um, but then what was sad to see that the, the manager came, didn't even show concern for his employee, and asked the guy, hey, how can I help you? What do you need? And the guy goes, I want a refund. Give me my refund. And 
I mean, it, it was it was a seed to see, I tell you. I mean, the next day people were, you know, yeah, of course this went viral because this lady was there recording. I, I'm telling you, people are very good with this recording situation. They instantly got their cameras ready. But um, people were saying that this young lady was fired the following day, which she was not fired. That was false. Um, and I believe yesterday the workers um, in Florida had a strike for this young lady just to, you know, show solidarity, first of all, and just to kind of bring awareness to what goes on. And what they're saying is that they're asking McDonald's to provide additional trainings um, for their staff, for their employees, see how to handle workplace violence, especially from customers or within. But um, this girl's about to get pissed. When I seen her, her weave looked mad slick. Laid. <laughs> her lawyer was there. Was there another lady with her or something? Her mother, mother who was smiling like we about to get <laughs> And of course, this guy was arrested. Yo, she, I ain't gonna lie, she gave it to him though. Yo. She gave it to him. He ain't know when he grabbed that chick. That's yo, how to do it. They couldn't even get her off. Okay. They were yanking. <laughs> that's the way to do it, he yo. She it, gave though. it to him. That's how to do it. Don't listen play out of around. Freaking out of order, put your and hand on that saying, girl. Yo, you play. She was yelling out something oh, while yeah, she was saying him. She was saying the n word towards him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was. But oh, the the thing is, find this Yeah, the straw thing is due to pollution. Over 500 million straws are used each day in the United States. And where do they go? Into a landmine. So they're telling people to say no more straws. I you supposed to drink? Really oh, they want paper straws. They want you to do paper straws. That's but they ain't giving out paper straws. But really, what you're supposed to do when you're driving, hold up them cups. Especially mouth, forbidden yeah. if you get a large. <laughs> you got to hold those cups <laughs> with two hands. <laughs> so whatever. And, you know, talking about, you know, privilege... With this white guy, what about this lady at the Fort Lauderdale airport who oh, yeah. starts ranting and raving? And when she goes, she tells the this guy, the the what do you call the person behind the ticket, the ticket agent guy, yeah. who does this to a woman like me? I guess meaning a lighter persuasion. Get me out of this effed up place, you rapist! She called the man a rapist. Get me out of here! Get me out of here! And then she just walks off. I don't know. She said, uh, have "I have a gun, a gun yeah, she, she has a and gun. I'm um and I'm homeless." And she says that, and then she picks up her bag and just walks away. You know, it was a black guy at the, ta- the ticket counter at JetBlue, and you know she got arrested. No one's releasing her name, but that's what she deserves. But you know, um, she was like over the counter, yes, like jumping, screaming in his face. It will be posted. But this guy was very calm. He has picked up the phone, probably called airport security. Like this lady the is, has, she's having a breakdown. Yeah, she looks like she's having. What would? What would? Why would she call him a rapist out of all things? Like a rapist? Like really? No, I'm surprised she didn't call him the N word. But you know, white <laughs> privilege. I tell you, um, you know. It's sad. I heard some sad news this week. And I'm, I'm noticing, I'm hearing a lot of, like, news in terms of uh, people passing for the new year, which is very sad. This is, like, the fourth person I heard. Fourth or fifth person I hear. Oh, man. Fourth or fifth person I'm hearing passed away. But sadly enough, um, this guy that I went to school with, um, his 11-year-old son passed away. And it was so, um, so rare, so I guess out of the blue how his son passed away because um, his son passed away. He had asthma. And I guess coupled with allergies, and he has a seafood allergy. So on, on New Year's Day, sadly enough, he brought his kid to see his grandmother. And as he brought him into the house, they were cooking fish, and the fish, I guess, activated the asthma. Um, the smell of the fish. He didn't even. Yeah, sorry. It's the smell of it, just walking into the house. And of course, these things, I mean, I guess as normal, you probably just move the kid away from the smell or whatever it is, or you get them their pump. And 
he exhausted you know his options, and of course, I think he even did CPR. But the bottom line, well, they said is, the kid had turned around for a while, right? Like he, he gave him CPR. He came up because he had pat, kind of passed out. So, you know, the father gave him CPR, which I think is very commendable. Because I don't know what I would do in a situation like that. He came back up. He was good. Breathe, breathe! I tell you, breathe. You <laughs> know, he, he gave him CPR. He came back up, but then after that, he went back out again. And then you know, he kept on telling his son, "Listen, wait for the EM, wait for EMF, wait for EMF." So they had to call the cops. I mean, call nine one one when they realized that he was in distress. Um, unfortunately, he did not make it, and he sad. passed away in Brookdale Hospital. It's an eleven-year-old boy, and it's sad because I remember when this person was having his child and how excited he was. was, and just to mm. know eleven-year-old passing away like this. And this is something that this happens every day. Like you know, people's kids have allergies. You're aware of your kids' allergies or whatever it is, and you know what to do. You can do an asthma pump because I know my stepdaughter she has um, allergies as well, and they're good. They're good to go. So I know this probably was a rare um, incident that happened. And, no one expected it to go this left. Mm-hmm. And so people have all these type of things to say, oh, why did they have this? Why did they have an EpiPen? And the bottom line is, you don't know. You First of all, you were not in that situation. You don't know how it usually happens. And people usually don't need an EpiPen um, well, who if they haven't had a previous occurrence. The smell of something would Correct. have been enough to trigger somebody's illness. And it's, this is like one in a million. Like This is very rare for somebody to die um, From a smell. because of a smell. And I just say, if you don't have anything positive to say, just don't say nothing at all. Because I know for myself, if, if it's a tragedy, you don't know how you're ever going to act in a tragedy or something that's mm-hmm, happening. Mm-hmm. You don't know how you're going to react. You might flip out. You might just kick into, you know, doctor mode. But sadly enough, you know, rest in peace, Cameron. You know, um, Friday is the week and Saturday is the funeral. So he would be laid to rest. So sad. rest in peace there. And it was crazy because I know that at my, my job at one point in time, we couldn't pop popcorn. And I kept on saying, why do we have to <laughs> because someone can't smell popcorn. Oh, yeah. And I think finally the lady finally left the job. And they were like, okay, the popcorn ban has been lifted. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about <laughs> what happened when it got lifted. Um, You <laughs> popped some popcorn, you told me, the other day. <laughs> and when you were going to pop the popcorn, you were instructed to use the popcorn button on the microwave. And you chose instead to listen to another co-worker and pop the popcorn for two minutes and 30 seconds. (laughs) First of all, I usually don't pop popcorn. I get popcorn from the movie theater, okay? Popcorn was not a skill of mine. I have other skills, okay? How did that work out? Yo. It was as black as... The popcorn was crispy. And then... I made it even worse because I walked said, around the building with it so the smell was just perfect. And she told me people were like, what is that smell? Who did this? <laughs> they were all, all co-workers. People were very upset. All co-workers were shouting out. It was her. It was her. <laughs> she did it. Crazy. And I know people were saying, why did we lift that popcorn bag? People can't even pop popcorn. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's not a skill of mine, as I said. I have many other skills. Okay, holla at me. Holla at your girl. Um, so good news for Saitoya Brown. Um, this is a young is it lady. Sintoya. Sintoya is no end. It's no end. Oh, it is Sintoya. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so this woman in 2004, she killed Johnny Mitchell Allen, um, who she said solicited her for sex and taking her back to his house. Uh, she shot him in the head while he was sleeping, stole his money and guns, took his truck, and fled the scene. They said it wasn't self-defense. It was a robbery. So she was 16 years old. Because I think it couldn't prove that she was being Um, She was scared for her life and took the money because she didn't want to return to her pimp, who was nicknamed Cutthroat. Cutthroat? I was like, yeah. Empty-handed. Yo. Um, they decided to try her as an adult. 
She's already been in jail for 15 years. It's going to be 51 years. year sentence. Mm-hmm. And they've been, like, pleading with the governor to say, hey, uh, the governor of Tennessee to, hey, 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 release her, release her. And he's decided that in August she will be released. But then she has to go on 10-year probation. Gosh. It's crazy. Um, You know, she was forced into prostitution at a young age. She was sex trafficked. She was raped repeatedly. And, and she was tried as an adult, basically, which is very sad. And I believe that they changed the laws based on this situation ever since then. Um, so if, if this same situation would have happened in Tennessee today, this person would not be tried as an adult. She really should have been considered a victim at that point in time. Um, I mean, many people lobbied on her behalf. You know, Amy Schumer, Kim Kardashian, the opportunist. Ashley um, Judd. Yeah, even Rihanna. Star. So a few people were, you know, advocating for her um, for some time now. And it's, I'm just, you know... It's never too late. I mean, it's it's late, but at least she's not serving the fifty one years yeah. as they originally stated. And they said she did her. She got her degree. She's, yeah, you know, associated. She's working things. on her bachelor's, and you know what she said. So I think that somebody needs to take the fall for the greater cause, right? And she stated that unfortunately she's been in prison, but she said that this would not happen to another young person again because she's going to make awareness of it first of all, and also you know in her when she does come out. She does plan to do something in a nonprofit organization just to help young youths like her as well. So youths, youths. I hear you. And then there was also a documentary on this called mm-hmm. "Me Facing Life," and uh, I think that's what also brought light to this situation. The situation, so, definitely. You know, and I mean, you know, there's probably tons and tons of other sad situations correct, like this. That we're but, unaware of. We're just not aware. Of. The sex trafficking thing they said is like becoming like the second highest type of crime in the world, right? You know. So, wow. you know, people are getting sex trafficked all the time. You got to hold on to your children, hold on to your children. And before you say hold on to your daughters, but it's any kind of kids now. Of These perverts are out here, and they're really, really, really crazy. So, all we know, we all know about the government shutdown. Uh, the government has been partially say, right? shut down. 18 days, 7 hours, 55 minutes, 43 seconds. 42. Right now. 41. 40. 47. It's going <laughs> up. Going, oh, sorry. <laughs> And as you all know, Trump has the government shut down. He will not approve a budget unless he gets money to finance his wall. So, you know, all of these TSA workers that are working are not getting paid. The museum is closed. Let's see how many guns is on them planes. Because I would be like, (laughs) match, match. (laughs) The air traffic controllers are not getting paid. People, I mean, you know, in this current economy, let's all be real. We are all like one paycheck away. Like, if I don't get my next check... I don't know how I'll pay my mortgage. It's like, my next check is my mortgage check. So it's like, I can miss my last check of the month, but my first check of the month, I need to pay my mortgage. And my last check pays my bills. So, you know, you can't go. We are all one check away from, you know. Being in a dire situation. The thing about it is, what I did appreciate, I mean, I guess, some members of the Congress are refusing their checks. Just in solidarity of, you know, honoring... This is, I guess, to say, hey, you know, we're not going to take, we're not going to get paid either, you know, just to stand by you guys. But, I mean, from what Trump is saying, he's not bending. I mean, yeah, he was on bluff. TV last night, he had a whole primetime special yeah. about why he won't bend for and the security that, and safety. Is it Nancy Pelosi and Schumer? They could get rid of, you know, and of course Schumer saying, listen, Trump could really end this. So, it seems like both are playing hardball. I think at the end of this, my, my belief is that the Democrats are going to bend. Because they usually do. Not because they usually do, but because they realize for a greater good, this is penalizing everybody else. Correct. They're even like writing sample letters for the the workers to take to the, give to their bill collectors and all kinds of stuff. And I'm I'm still I heard someone say that they won't get paid for the time that they work. Wow, so I heard some I people say this. they would get paid. 
So they're giving out these letters to their people. You know what? They'll get back pay, like when they do. Yeah, when they, when they get start. all their money. They should. They should have taxed the hell out of them. She gave it to them all separate, like if, as if they were getting paid every two weeks or every week or whatever they get paid. But I called my homeboy. I'm like, yo, you working? Because you know, he was so security. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our budget was approved since September. We're good. We're good. So I was like, all right, that's my um, good deed. I followed up. Oh, he followed <laughs> up with him. To make sure he was still getting the checks. And we are always willing to go out and spend them. Let us know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so you know, Black Panther, the Golden Globes was this weekend, Sunday. Yeah. Black Panther got nominated for three awards, Best Motion Picture Drama, Best Original Score, and Best Original Song. Uh, I don't know about that. And what they won absolutely Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> what kind of a... Never. <laughs> uh, sad, sad, sad. Um, so, you know, some people are all in the uproar, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, but, you know, yeah. Golden Globe is, you know. And they nominated all these other crazy rich Asians or something like that. Crazy Asian rights. I'm not know. surprised. I'm not surprised. What's important is with the money. <laughs> That's exactly what's important. And we know we, they got tons of money. So let's talk about, <clears throat> you know. It's a sad day for Brenda, so I'll let her start. It's a sad day, but one that I'm coming to terms with here. As you all know, I love Ara. I've loved Ara for forever. And until Shaw told me that I'm no longer allowed to go to his concerts because I'm not ghetto enough, I would have still been going to Ara <laughs> concerts all over because, you know, I don't wear furs. But, or you know, oh, you do, I, I heard one, you know, one of my staff sent me a link saying, oh, your boy's got a, a mini a series coming out. And I was like, please don't clog my, my phone with this foolishness. I will not watch it. But Friday, I went to the hairdresser, and while I was there, this woman came in, and she basically started talking about the summary of the first two episodes, and I heard her, and I was just like, wow. And I still was not going to watch this show, but I did. I only watched part one and two so far. I will watch the rest of it, and I am saddened. Why? I'm sorry. Why? Speaking to the mic. Why exactly are you saddened by this situation? I'm saddened for numerous reasons. You know, this whole story of R. Kelly, you know, monopolizing women and people saying that his wife had to ask for permission. That's what Sparkle said. His wife had to ask for permission to leave the room, to go get food, to get, you sure. know, something. For your birth control thing? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I need it. Uh, uh, um, that, you know, if she wanted to go to the bathroom, she had to knock and ask for permission to go get go to the bathroom, you know, and how he was really, like, trolling his old high school and picking up girls, how he trolled the malls when he went into a different town, found young girls, and would give out his phone number and send them home. Uh, one girl talked about how she went to a video shoot for her friend that was a dancer. Did you see? And then oh, when yeah. she was there, he, like, took her on the trailer, uh -huh. made her take off her dress, made her only wear, like, a T-shirt, and yeah. he kept coming in and out between takes to have sex with her, and then he told her to go straight home and don't talk to anybody. Yeah. You know, it was just... I mean, you know, let's be clear here. We all knew R. Kelly was doing this. Okay? People turn... Oh, wait, you gave a face, Brenda. You said you did. You had no clue that R. Kelly liked young girls. Are I didn't know that? he liked young girls like this. Wait, wait, what do you mean like this? Somebody doesn't say, hey, I think mostly we know people have a type. So we knew that he was with Aaliyah. We all knew that. They got married. Um, Aaliyah started a game when she was 12 years old, as they, you know, emphasized that she was 12 years old, and that uh, they got married when she was 14, and she lied on the marriage certificate saying she was That was 18. episode one and two? I think that I was missed episode, that piece. Episode one. That was episode one. one. That one, she got married? One, I didn't see the marriage maybe part. Maybe two. 
I did see the part where they said that he had to have made her have an abortion. <clears throat> oh, that was very sad. They had to have an abortion. And you know, what is highlighted here is so many people, adults, have failed. First of all, failed Aaliyah and failed these young girls. But aside from that, you know, um, this was a thing that R. Kelly was doing and people knew around him and they turned a blind eye. I think that happens a lot, especially when it enabled. comes to... Yeah, especially when it comes to celebrities, right? Because you hold to like a higher standard. And so a people lower have, standard. Like, well, this is a lower standard. Well, no, I'm saying people hold them up high, like they can't do any wrong. And we see that a lot. We've come up, we saw with Michael Jackson. We see these things that people do not say anything. Everybody knew Michael Jackson had no business with them young kids in his bed. Mm. Come on. Sad. I think, um, you know, my sister goes, oh, you know, you should listen to his. Listen, I'm not going to lie. And I always admitted that R. Kelly is illiterate. You it's cannot take away this man's man. talent. And this is here from where he came from, from being illiterate. He couldn't read or write. And he was so saddened about that as a kid. You saw that. Mm-hmm. And just to know that he was sexually abused, which again, I'm not surprised. Did you hear that they said who abused him? Was it his sister his or something? His sister. Who so, was 16 years old. Yeah, basically. And his brother was being abused as well. And so, of course... This is a traumatic experience. It's going to come out some way. And to hear the psychologist say that usually when that happens, as a victim, you always have it in your mind and you're always going to be in control of your sexual situation. And this is what R. Kelly has been living a life of, being in control of these young, impressionable young girls. But who has failed them is a lot. Their parents. parents. Other parents. I agree with that. Their parents. Their parents have failed them. They've gotten these big checks and included Aaliyah's mother which is very sad and she denies everything but it's the truth their parents even sparkle's niece who yeah. parents came out and stated you know we're not gonna go through the whole documentary so you need it to watch it parts. you gotta watch and, wait it. i'm sure everybody has watched it you're the only person that was reluctant to watch this am, i'm just telling you know right now but i'm sure there's other r kelly fans that didn't want to watch it as well oh yeah because people are going like oh but ignorance. you're blaming them and you know people are going against it like, oh, well, people are mentioning oh but everybody um, knows about r kelly when we used to go to high school and i remember this you know high school where people used to pull up with nice cars these grown men and pick up these young girls oh, yeah, or whatever yeah. it might be oh yeah you know, so we I was thinking it. about that too, but I mean, but our parents me, didn't know. As, as you told me now, you know his music sales are up. Yeah, because they say a lot of these songs are tied to the women. Like "You Are Not Alone" was from when that girl, the lady Martinez, yeah. lost her baby. Yeah, you are not alone. And as we know, AJ nothing but a number. And Michael Jackson sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> AJ nothing but a number that was you know geared towards Aaliyah. The fact that she was young and she wanted an older man to take her. Oh, and that sparkle song, you better be careful what you say to me. Yeah, I mean. Which is like a sign of abuse even then. Yeah, sexual abuse. Um, They said that he put something like um, surviving lies as opposed to. What was no, it? That was him. One of his fans created a Facebook page called really? Surviving a Lies. Fans. Surviving Lies. Facebook, Facebook pulled took it down. It down. Mm-hmm. You know. But they um, said they're going to create a new website that they can go in support, and, and, and. Support R. Kelly. Yeah, and basically disclaim the women. I just want to say, you know. Something that I think you saw uh, the other day, which was very profound, and I think hit hit you home. Hit it where it hurts. Yeah. Where it stated that the people who are you as a parent supporting R. Kelly shows your children, especially if you have children, and it tells them that they should not be able to tell you that they're being molested by a family member or someone else because you're supporting R. Kelly. Mm. So think about that as a person who have children, especially you, but who have a teenage girl. Mm. I saw your face when you saw this. I mean, I was taken aback. Um, and, you know, it's just to remind ourselves as parents, we are the ones that set the example for our children. So a lot of times, like, even when I'm home and I'm listening to R. Kelly or to come on, like, you know, my music kind of rotates through, my son will skip the song. Rapist. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's skip it. And my this is like my daughter, my cousin's son, and my son, because you know we all kind of grew them together. They would be like, "Oh, he's a rapist." And we went out to like my family Christmas party. They started playing one of his songs, and, and you, you see would everybody. Jam- I was on the other table, and they were at another table. And you just see they were like looking at me like. Uh, R. Kelly. So you know, this kind of adds fuel to the fire. But you know, my children have been very independent, and you know, they understand that you know this is a one-time incident. But I will have another conversation with them concerning where you know my my allegiance is a lot of R. Kelly. Like he's the greatest man in the world. I think he's a great songwriter, a great singer, and he has a great talent that has been you know messed up. By his own demons Correct. that he's been dealing with. And he said his brother in jail was like, yeah, we know how we like to keep our women. And he said, it's a preference. It's just a preference. What's the problem? Just yeah, a preference. yeah, the brother in like, jail. This brother in jail, was his eyes a little light? Like, almost like he had a contact? I'm like, they gave contacts in jail? jail? Maybe that's just the color of his eyes. But I want to know, like, why is he in jail? On a $100,000 bail? Like, R couldn't post that for him. But why would he post it now? You want to... Was his jumpsuit really, really 3XL? Yeah, what does that mean? At first, I was like, "Is that the name of his block? <laughs> the XL block? See, we have my block. Or was it the size of his jumpsuit? I don't know. I was just a little confused about that. But you know, R. Kelly is now under investigation in Georgia. In Georgia, um, did so, you see the ma- the Mimi, the Mima, the meme, the meme With, of um, Cosby? Cosby saying they call me to tell me they're coming for you next? Uh, <laughs> um, but Master P, I think he summed it up the best. He said, "If it was him, you would not see him on a documentary." You would see him at CNN. <laughs> Correct. Killing R. Kelly. <laughs> that's what it comes down to. If you're dads, a parent and you're yeah. about it, that's what you would be doing for your kid. Correct. You, I'm telling you, you would be all about going crazy. Not like, oh, waiting many, many years. But I mean, this or is denying that, that was your kid when, it, when it really was, when everybody could tell it was your kid that he was peeing on. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, we think about all these women that came out, but how many other women have not come out Correct. to Correct. state their story? So, and you think about how many lives R. Kelly has ruined. That's what you got to think about. What impacted him as a child has ruined many lives. And it's because he has not taken the step to address this concern. I'm not saying people don't, they don't have demons as they're young and they grow up. But when you realize you have a problem, get professional help. You have the resources to get the help and to do it, you know, uh, you know, at your discretion and to do it secretly. Why wouldn't you get help for this knowing that, you know, it's wrong? You know, so that's where I, I definitely fought R. Kelly and the people surrounding him that claim they love him and care about him. But... What? Did you see the major hype? I said you on uh, him talking about the arcade. Oh, yes. He was like, yeah, I was one of his producers. So he said, move your body like a snake bar. <laughs> and he said, you know, I went home when I told my wife, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then what happened to him? He was laid out. <laughs> she kicked him. But, you know, um, a, a valid point that my sister brought up, but, you know, I'm still wrestling with it. She was like, you know, as, you, know you shouldn't listen. Because, you know, I don't have R. Kelly's music on my Apple music now. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to download his songs. I'm like, because I still love his music. I'm not, you know, I'm not encouraging what he did. And she's like, oh, anytime you play him, that's, this is why his sales is going up. People are downloading his music now. People are streaming his music. And he gets paid off of that. Like, you don't have to buy albums anymore for someone to get paid. And she's like, that means you're supporting him. And I'm like, damn, do I have his CD? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what he paid for. And I can still listen to the music. But then you think about it. When... Well, you think, that's one of a valid point. You think about all these people that go to jail for, you know, like people like Meat Mills, whoever, who went to jail for doing, you know, assault, um, alleged murder. People come out and they have an album and it's hot. And everybody buys and people, it. And everybody buys it. Gucci Mane. So you can't choose what you want to support. Yeah. You so know, that's all a valid point. Whatever. So, as you know, it's January. 
Carnival is on the way in Trinidad. Carnival in the air. And as you know, we've been uh, sampling our favorite new tracks. And our new track of the day is By My Lake. We're like whining. <laughs> I'm so excited about this song because yeah. I told you, I, anyone knows me. I mean, if I liked, I, mean, I don't really love Art of but I love Marshall Montana. Well, you say you don't, you don't like Art anymore? Did you say I that? I don't love him any. I'm not gonna Aww. be. I'm not gonna be his greatest defender. I'm not. You know what am I? I'm not. I have to stand for something. Here. Knowledge is power. Yeah, I gotta stand <laughs> for something. But anyway. If I liked R. Kelly, I love Marshall Montana. I mean, I've seen him perform also live many, many times. I mean, one point I was at the stage, like, I could feel his sweat dripping on me. So Marshall and then Bungie, <laughs> who I now love, and Skinny Fabulous, who's been doing great stuff out here, coming together to make one yes. great song. I'm not going to lie. I'm so excited about this song. I ain't going to lie. Like, it, you know, we've been hearing a lot of groovy tunes, but this song right here, I'm like, yo, this song I can see myself getting on the wacky. I hope this is going to be the road march. <laughs> yes, ma'am. we love this song. Family, M A M A L A Y, available on Apple Music. Family, that's our that's our hit for the week. Yes, that's our hit for the week. And you know, continue with Caribbean Quarter. We heard about Calypso Rose. Like I don't know if you guys know Calypso Rose. She's like what ninety. Who had a song with Marshall last year or the year before? Leave me alone. You know she lives down the block from me. What? Like in the hood? Yeah. Wow. She lives. In New York. She doesn't live in Trinidad. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, great news for Calypso Rose. They already, um, you know, exposed what the lineup for Coachella is going to be. And she's part of the lineup. Who the hell knew? Calypso? Calypso Rose. Would she even be alive then? I mean... In that last video, she looked mad oldie. You know, people consider her icon and, you know, they're like, oh my God, we're so excited to know Calypso Rose. I thought Coachella, I mean, isn't it more geared to, I mean, like... Younger people. Younger, but also more white, no? Yeah, but... I'm surprised they have she her She a couple lineup. people there. But, you know, be great out here at Calypso Rose. I wish me, her all the best. Um, <laughs> she was born in California. I mean, she looks like a lesbian, but she she's only 78 years old. I wonder if she's been living her life in, in fear all these years. Of what? No, like not exposing herself. Oh, well, I don't know, but she's anyway. Club, so I love you. She's seventy eight years old, and she she will be sharing the stage with Childish Gambino, among other entertainers, on April twenty first or April twelfth and nineteenth. So. so Marshall needs to be there. Oh, that would be yo wicked. I would still be there. You know, that it's big concerts, but I would be there. Marshall How much goes. could you afford the tickets to Coachella? They're expensive. I will save it. We cannot afford it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Forgive me. Forgive me, forgive me. And you continue with Caribbean Corner Vibes Cartel. Did you say yeah, his birthday, birthday was Monday, January seventh. Um, Vibes Cartel is now forty three years old, so you know all the artists in Jamaica was celebrating him. But also celebrating the brother. Thing, you see, we're celebrating or, the brother. Or another good thing is uh, his appeal. They expect to have a decision by March, and they said it's like they think definitively he'll be he'll released. Be, be released. It was a lot of police tampering. Uh, so, oh, which end? Happy birthday, as the Jamaicans would say, happy birthday vibes. Happy birthday. 
what is it? Earth strong. Earth strong, yeah. Strong earth. Whatever. Yeah, that's a new thing. But I'll check this up today. Listen, I don't know. I was late on watching this show. But I'm telling you, I love it. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. People, if you are not watching this, you need to catch up. Remember season six or something yeah. like that? Yo, this show is thrashing. <laughs> thrashing. <laughs> <laughs> and very entertaining, I tell you. And the crazy thing about it, even my uncle, who we think is part of this process because he married some young girl from Caracol, let's be honest. Wow. He's like, I'm watching 90 Fiance. I love Colty. And of course, if you know what we're talking about, when we say Colty, you need to check it out. So, you know, basically, people go to another country, they find someone that they fall in love with, like the white woman that went to Jamaica. Or, not, they don't have to go to the country, they can find them on apps, on oh, yeah, dating yeah. apps, I mean, they probably do dating. go once to meet them, Yeah. right? So, like, the white girl that went to Jamaica, 33, and hooked up with a 20-year-old Jamaican guy. Jay, he is kind of hot, though. But yeah. It, how it worked out. So, anyway. And he makes it very apparent that he likes to slay the D on her. <laughs> And that he's not she well he wasn't getting it about enough right yeah That's correct yes twenty she's thirty one right thirty years old thirty three or thirty one yeah. and she has two children that we never saw but <laughs> regardless um it's all about six couples on the show you know all of them you know this from different from different places Brazil Russia Samoa mm-hmm. Jamaica yeah so there's different places these people come from and they only four couples right. No, it's more than four. It's more than, I think it's like five or six. Mm. Then you have Jonathan and Fernando. Oh, yeah. So there's a few couples, Leda and Eric. That was sad. Yeah, anyway, you guys need to catch up on this. Check it out. You know we don't lead you wrong. Binge watch. So now, it's, so now we're in the part where I think we're in the first part of the season finale. Mm-hmm. So if you catch up this weekend and just catch up on the finale next week, that'll it's be great. It's going to be cold outside. When does it come? I think it comes on Sundays? Yeah. Sunday, 9 o'clock. It's going to be like cold that. outside, so do some TV binging. Correct. And so. then we're going to start watching 90 Days. Before fiance. Oh no, before the 90s. Before which I already started watching days. the old episode with the Nigerian guy to fight fat white woman. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, check today. it out. That's it for us. Uh, we're back so on a weekly basis. Holla at your girls. Holla. We're Make great us here. great. Make us great. So take care.